Aloha. Ronnie Landis here, coming to you live from Kauai, where the birds are chirping, the wind is blowing, and beauty is ensuing all around me. And I wanted to bring to you the very first audio recording of an article series that I just started to release out into the world. And this is to help promote and also celebrate and to help educate from my brand new book that's going to be releasing in late May called the Holistic Health Mastery Program. And this is a seven-year project that I've been working on up to this point. It's finally done. It's finally about ready to be publicated into the world for the benefit of all of you. And I thought to myself, instead of just releasing uh, written text articles, I wanted to also record these articles so you get a real more visceral and toniological feel. It's kind of a new word I'm playing with, toniological. It's kind of like Tony Robbins, Tony Logical. I don't know, something funny about that. But it's about tonality, right? It's about the way that the explanation is conveyed via my voice in kind of giving you more of a visceral and auditory understanding that penetrates your consciousness. So you get the education on a deeper level. And you can also go to the article on the website and and read it and get more distinction, get more detail. So you can start to apply these lessons into your life immediately. And then if you want to get the book later, you have that option as well. So today's episode or article is Eating for Candida. Enjoy. Eating for Candida. Candida is a form of yeast that is intrinsic to the human body. In a healthy body, Candida acts as a buffer, a blood sugar regulator and recycling organism in the blood. Candida yeast is designed as a backup digestive mechanism to metabolize excess sugar and to recycle necrotic scar tissue in the blood. If candida is quote-unquote killed, then this buffering system breaks down and toxic materials are left to create acidification in the blood and further systemic infections. In dealing with this fungal infection called Candida albicans, we do not want to kill this organism. We want to establish a microorganism equilibrium, increasing alkaline mineral storages in the body, increasing immunological momentum, and exchange sugar metabolism for fat metabolism or ketogenesis. When a candida fungal infection takes root, it creates toxic excretions that flood into the blood supply and circulate through the vascular system, causing bloating, foggy thinking, energy depletion, diarrhea, thrush, yeast vaginitis or vaginal yeast infection, nail fungus, constipation, acid reflux, heartburn, bad breath, otherwise known as halitosis, depression-like symptoms, irritability, irrational food cravings, and clouded memory. These fungal excretions are also known as an auto-intoxication condition where microorganisms produce metabolic waste products that localize themselves in regions of the alimentary canal, intestines, and pass through the blood-brain barrier. The standard American diet that is comprised of starchy carbohydrates, cooked and processed carbohydrates, 
hybridized fruits, excess refined sugars, rancid oils, tap water, animal flesh, and dairy products containing antibiotics all feed candida infections. When the good intestinal bacteria load has been compromised, an imbalance of opportunistic organisms such as fungus proliferate and establish dominance over the microbiome environment. The microbiome is our biological garden that supports all life forms that live within the human organism. Natural sugars such as fruit with seeds, organic maple syrup, coconut water, or honey are not the cause of candida, but when there is a dysbiosis present, these foods can further exacerbate the condition and should be reduced, and in some cases completely removed, until one has achieved homeostasis. With this understanding, we no longer seek to eradicate candida. We seek to achieve our optimum balance point, and to do this, we apply the principles of terrain modification. It has been my observation and experience working with clients that those who have mild to systemic candida infections have a history of antibiotic use. In the modern age, the most destructive tool against healthy intestinal bacteria are pharmaceutical antibiotics. Chlorine in tap water and in showers is a potent antibiotic and contributes to an epidemic level of dysbiotic conditions, which include parasite infections and vitamin B12 deficiencies, as healthy B12 levels are predicated on the intrinsic factor protein recycling in the gut. This process is largely dependent on the biological diversity of the microbiome. Invasive fungal species, including Candida albicans, thrive in a damp, wet, moist, dark, oxygen-deprived environment. This is why there is a higher prevalence of mold fungus present in tropical and semi-tropical environments. When our our inner ecosystem takes on an excessively wet state, we become susceptible to fungal overgrowth. From a Chinese medical perspective, the symptoms of candida are almost identical to that of a damp, wet spleen. Stomach acid has been reduced, and this gives access to invasive organisms to create a nesting ground. The digestive environment should be like a salty ocean opposed to a wet and damp swamp. Sea salt water flushing can be very powerful for rebalancing digestive fire and flushing out residual toxins compounds in the intestinal tract. Herbs that increase chi potential or blood flow and digestion, such as astragalus, Siberian ginseng, rhodiola, white attractylodes, licorice root, and catanopsis root can be used in a candida herbal protocol. Another important factor is allowing enough direct sunlight to penetrate your bare skin. The ultraviolet rays of the sun are antimicrobial and antifungal, which are anti-cancerous in nature. Fungus thrives in an environment that is fortified from direct sunlight. 
Bare skin to the earth helps to diversify the microorganism influence your body receives and better transmit photon rays from the sun opposed to being insulated in shoes outside of nature. Increasing oxygen respiration to the cells is paramount in importance as yeast, mold, and fungus respire on fermentation. Green vegetable juices such as cucumber, celery, lemon, cilantro, ginger, turmeric with a dash of cayenne can work wonders for digestive disturbances such as a fungal overgrowth. Balancing gastric acid production, it will not lead to a damp, wet spleen as proposed by many traditional Chinese medicine practitioners. An anti-candida approach involves the correct diet, lifestyle adjustments, mental attitude, and surrounding yourself with the right people. A person's suggestive environment should be examined to assure the subliminal messages coming from the people in entertainment outlets, the symbolism, artwork, and feng shui of the living space is in alignment with one's purest intentions. Fungal infections can be particularly difficult because they increase sugar cravings, fatigue, irritability, digestive discomfort, and can lead someone to a negative spiral of self-defeating thought patterns. We often call this candida consciousness. It must be combated through ultra-positive reinforcement of mind-body-spirit integration. Reading literature that invokes optimism, hope, and mental fortitude can prove imperative when the tendency to think in negative terms arises or sugar cravings intensify. According to Dr. Brian Clement, based on a healthy individual's blood profile, most people should consume no more than 50% fruit by weight in their diet. I do not necessarily agree that one should be so conservative or regimented in their organic fruit intake under normal conditions. On an anti-candida diet, somewhere between 5 to 15% non-sweet, citrus, and semi-sweet fruit by weight is going to be ideal. The best semi-sweet fruits to consume are colorful berries, excluding strawberries and potentially goji berries, due to their higher sugar concentrations. Starchy root vegetables, such as potatoes, beets, and carrots, should be omitted as well. Golden potatoes, yucca root, yams, and sweet potatoes can be included as a condiment due to their higher nutritional content, minerals, and lower glycemic index. Also, only include wild, young coconut water in moderation. Coconut water that is commercially available in supermarkets is too high in sugar and should only be consumed as a fermented kefir. This can be made by adding two capsules of probiotics to your coconut water and left for 24 hours to ferment. An anti-candida diet should include raw vegetables and can include steamed vegetables, green juices, green powdered algae and grass powders, fermented foods, seaweeds, saturated fats such as coconut meat and oil, 
raw goat's butter, and clarified ghee butter. Monounsaturated fats such as avocados, olives, and cold-pressed olive oil. Polyunsaturated fats such as flax seeds, hemp seeds, sunflower seeds, sacha inchi seeds, pumpkin seeds, chia seeds, and their derivative oils, and high DHE, DHA, EPA, algae oils. Soaked nuts such as almonds, walnuts, pine nuts, macadamia nuts, cacao nuts, and Brazil nuts in moderation. Superfoods such as aloe vera, noni fruit, camu berry powder, acerola powder, rosehip powder, and bee pollen are also helpful tools. Supplements that are particularly helpful for candida are pine tree-derived MSM crystals, systemic enzymes, probiotics containing acidophilus, bifidus, etc. to colonize the intestinal bacterial load and establish balance, olive leaf extract, oregano oil, grapeseed extract, aged garlic extracts, edible clays such as zeolite powders, bentonite clay, and mineral-rich earth compounds such as fulvic acid, shilajit, and diatomaceous earth are especially helpful. Mercury toxicity is deeply connected to candida infections and must be completely cleared from the body. MSM, or methyl sulfonylmethane, is a powerful methylation agent for the liver and helps to detoxify mercury outgassing from mercury amalgam fillings. Once mercury is fully detoxified from the body, candida sufferers often report that their symptoms and struggles clear up shortly after. Again, it is important to understand that candida is not a disease, it is a symptom that has manifested due to an undesirable intestinal environment for beneficial bacteria and aiding microorganisms. One of the best ways to modify the inner terrain and reset one's metabolism is to engage in fasting practices. In the case of chronic candida sugar fasting, as we have alluded to, is necessary to exchange the glycolytic metabolism towards a ketogenic metabolism. This is where the body adapts to producing energy from fat-dominant foods opposed to sugar-dominant foods. The most optimum way to perform this approach and derive the benefits of fasting is through intermittent fasting. This is where one consumes one liter of water upon waking and only consumes liquids up to mid-morning or even lunch. Incorporating the supplements advised above in the early morning and consuming a green juice can take the place of traditional breakfast. As the body becomes more adept, it's storing alkaline minerals, blood sugar normalizes, insulin impulses decrease, and cravings begin to release their hold. After the early evening, no later than 7 p.m., stop eating solid foods. Only consume water or warm herbal teas that are non-stimulating. This is a natural rhythmic eating pattern for humans that are aligned with their circadian rhythms and the solar lunar cycles of nature. 
Candida-based cravings often hit the hardest at nighttime. Therefore, preparing your mind and body for this ahead of time is critical for success. I advise clients who are working through chronic candida to consume a hot herbal tea in the evening, such as holy basil or tulsi, chamomile, kava, valerian, shaga, reishi, or passion flower with one to two tablespoons of cold-pressed extra virgin coconut oil. The lauric acid in coconut oil is antibacterial, antimicrobial, and antifungal and is easily digestible, which is perfect for those with trouble digesting fats, which typically have liver gallbladder stagnation. This strategy helps to curve late-night cravings, relaxes the nerves, supports positive hormone balance, and is effective at combating fungal overgrowth. In review, an anti-candida lifestyle includes one half to one liter of salt water upon waking up, green leafy vegetables and their juices, 5 to 15% non-sweet and semi-sweet fruits, specifically berries, soak nuts in moderation and seeds in more abundant amounts, mineral-rich seaweeds such as dulse, kelp, nori, Irish moss, an abundance of medium to high fat foods such as olives, avocados, coconuts, cold press or stone ground oils, raw goat's dairy and clarified butter, fermented cabbage and root vegetables, low glycemic cooked root vegetables and cruciferous vegetables, medium to high dosages of bifidus, L-plantarum, and acidophilus containing probiotics twice a day on an empty stomach, earth mineral compounds including shilajit, fulvic acid, zeolites, various forms of edible clays, and diatomaceous earth, as well as immune-boosting antifungal bacterial and viral agents including aged garlic extract, oregano oil, grape seed extract, olive leaf extract, vitamin C plant powders, and high dosages of reishi mushroom extract. Additional tonic herbs that are especially helpful for candida are the Amazonian herbs, Powdiarco, Cat's Claw, Chuchuhuasi, and Chanca Piedra.